Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom, Chaverim. That's Hebrew for hello, friends. And Shabbat Shalom. That's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Here's what's cooking on Bagels and Blessings today. You're going to hear the testimony of Bill Marks, and I'm going to play some fabulous music. So stay with me, folks, because I'm going to be right back. Shabbat Shabbat Shalom Shabbat Shalom Shabbat Shalom Shabbat 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 Shalom Am Yisrael Am Yisrael Am Yisrael Chai 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 Od Avinu Chai Od Avinu Chai Od Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shema Yisrael. We are a messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at our new location at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock a.m. Please join us for worship. And while you're in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open on Mondays from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m., Wednesdays from 3 o'clock p.m. to 8.30 p.m., Thursdays from 3 p.m. to 5.30 p.m., and after Shabbat services on Saturday for about 30 minutes. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit the Congregational Building. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester, New York area, be sure to visit Shemayas Royale and the Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. That was the voice of Jonathan Sattel, and he had some wonderful things to say about me being on the air for 25 years. Hi, Ethel. It's Jonathan, Jonathan Sattel. I just saw your message, and I am overjoyed for you to have been able to broadcast for 25 years. You have made multiple ripples in this lake of love. Lives you have touched with the Jewish Messiah has made life so rich and delicious. Thank you for using my music, and thank you for being steadfast in your work. God bless you, friend. Here's to another quarter century. And now here's Debbie Chernoff with Psalm 30. I will exalt you.
you have had or have been involved in an abortion decision, you may be experiencing emotional difficulties. You may feel like your life is out of control or struggle with self-destructive behaviors. You can find freedom from these challenges. The ministry Finding Freedom and Forgiveness Post-Abortion can help. Groups are forming now. Please contact us at 585-204-7869, email us at fffpaclass at gmail.com, or visit us on the internet at f3pa.org. God bless you. Again, that phone number is 585-204-7869. Call now. We really want to help. Here's the newest song from Corey Keeler. It's called Rain Down. I love it. This is Corey Keeler of Love Shalom, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. 
They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent air, heating and cooling. 585-889-7840. Yeshua, we call your name. 
That was Paul Wilbur with his daughter-in-law, Sharon. Stay tuned for my interview with Bill Marks, but in the meantime, here's a word from Earl Schillinger. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday morning Mornings at 10 a.m. at our new location, 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. All right, let's put your hands together for Sarah Lieberman. This was recorded with Paul Wilbur's project, Roar from Zion. Great is the Lord. Hallelujah.
praise in Jerusalem. Again, that was from Paul Wilbur's project, Roar from Zion, Sarah Lieberman. Stay tuned for my interview with Bill Marks. Right now, here's an oldie but goodie from the group New Jerusalem or Novi Jerusalem. This is called Shalom Jerusalem. This is Ethel Chadwick. You're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Again, that was New Jerusalem, and Shalu Shalom Yerushalayim means pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and I hope that you are praying for Israel and praying for the peace of Jerusalem every day. All right, you've been very patient, and now it's time for my interview with Bill Marks. I think you're going to like it. Bill Marks, welcome to Bagels and Blessings. Good to be here. It really is. I like them. I'm a morning person. 
Me too. That used to drive my children absolutely nuts. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, your name came to me from a couple of different people when they came back from the Messiah Conference. And so I said, okay, I need to talk to this gentleman. So tell me a little bit about how you were raised and, and eventually how you got involved with the Messianic movement. Well, I was raised as a Methodist. Uh, from I was raised on a dairy farm in sort of north-central Georgia, uh, just the, in the Piedmont area. And we, um, uh, we learned to work early, I mean literally in the morning early, but also at an early age. And uh, we spent... A, not a not a lot of time in church, but a regular time in church. And uh, I learned. I tell people I learned about Jesus, and I, I'm I'm sorry. I still refer to him as Jesus a lot, and Yeshua on occasion. Uh, That's fine. But we uh, later on in life, I was in my mid twenties and still going to church regularly and I went through a divorce and uh, really a, a devastating time in my life and then almost immediately after that divorce was final I met somebody and I got married again I tell people I I fell deep in lust I didn't I, I can't say that I was in love with my second wife we were we were fairly happy for a couple of three years then that divorce happened then about four years uh, I was alone I was working a lot and then I met my wife of 37 years who uh, she was a 24 hour a day seven day a week Christian she loved the Lord a lot more than she loved me. And I found out that that was a good thing. Aww. And we, uh, we were married for 37 years and somewhere about 35 years ago, she started painting. She was an artist from, from her early childhood, but had gotten away from it. And we were, uh, attending a, a large church in Atlanta, which is about about 40 miles away, but we were driving that distance to uh, that church, and and we became really immersed in the gospel. I I learned I, I came to know Jesus as my Savior really for the first time. Uh, one of the prerequisites for us getting married on her list was that, uh, of course, that I was born again Christian, but that I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And through that uh, close personal encounter with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, which he sent to dwell in me, uh, I learned to know Jesus, not just about him, but I learned to know him. I learned to know that he loved me and cared for me and my family and that all the things that I had done wrong in life uh, were just part of my testimony. They weren't something that um, shaped me and made me that my relationship with him was doing that more and more every day as I read the word, as I studied, as I listened to messages from the pulpit, and more importantly, messages from within where Holy Spirit um, we became best friends I, I learned to walk in faith and be led by Holy Spirit 
And so when Leslie started back painting, uh, I knew she was an artist when we married, but I did not really comprehend how much um, her art would would affect our lives. Uh, she was painting at our home one day, and I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I was watching her from a distance. And she lay, laid her brush down and turned to me and said, I just made a decision. And uh, it, she didn't say it like, we'll discuss this. She said, I made a decision. That's the end of it right there. And and I said, oh, what was that? And she said, as I paint these spiritual paintings, I want to include things from uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament so that when the Jewish people come in mass to know the Lord, that they will have art that they can relate to. Oh, my goodness. This just came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah, just straight from the throne room, I think. And, wow. and it was... And it was uh, something that continued throughout the next 35 years. This That was in 1985. And uh, her talent, she had, I tell people, she, she had a gift from God, and she discipled that gift well. And she became, in my opinion, most humble but probably accurate opinion one of the greatest artists in the modern era not just because she did a great job of putting paint on canvas but because of the messages that are of eternal value that are in her art um Sounds like she really had a desire for Jew and Gentile to come together as one. Oh, absolutely. And that was, that was, um, that grew really exponentially when the first time I went to the Messiah Conference. And, you know, I go, I went up there full of pride, you know, I'm going to take this art up there and I'm going to really show these people <laughs> something about, something about what, you know, how we come together. And, and I thought, you know, this is something new. They're just getting started. And I've been doing this for a long time and oh my goodness, was I surprised. I thought, I thought that that conference and Honestly, I thought the Messianic movement was relatively new. And it and it hit me right in the face that the Messianic movement started with the first 12 disciples. Yes. They were <laughs> they were the first uh Jewish believers that the Messiah had returned. Now you're talking. <laughs> and see, that was, that became, uh, again, that was head knowledge all my life. But it became real as I met people who, um, some Jewish, some Gentile, some uh, just... Uh, just believers, just people, and the deep passion that they had, and I realized what that we were, we were on the same path. We were just running parallel, and then those two paths intersected. And it was, uh, I came home. Leslie was having some back problems and didn't go to. Uh, that was about ten years ago, twelve years ago, I guess. And in, in, in 2010, and I went every year. It was one of my favorite places to go. We went to, uh, some weeks we traveled as much as 22 weeks out of the year. 
and two conferences and but that was the only uh, messianic conference we went to we encountered other people around uh, around the country that were uh, Jewish believers um, I, I can't think of the organization but there's another organization in North Carolina that we went to several times and um, and they were Jewish believers. I don't know if they were associated with um, MJAA or not. I, I don't know. Um, but they were, we got a, we got a, an infilling there of that relationship between the, the people of God, the original people of God and their Messiah, our Messiah. Amen. And it was, it was a, it was a great thing. And, and other people that we met, there was one young lady and, uh, she would, she would at places where they had people with flags waving and stuff. She had a Jewish flag and, and she didn't wave it. She marched up and down the aisles with it. And I thought, wow, that's, that's neat. <laughs> and it was, it was just so constantly over the last almost 40 years now, we had these, these encounters, these, and built these relationships that really enriched our life. It really did. And the one thing that we were never able to do was, uh, as my wife and myself was to go to Israel. Um, so we brought as much Israel here as we could. Praise the Lord. You know, if somebody wanted to learn more about your wife's art, is there a website or someplace people could go to? Yes. Um, we had, we had prayed one morning and decided that we were going to start really pursuing that. She was a portrait artist and uh, made uh, contributed to our livelihood by you know doing portraiture and we prayed one morning and uh, I said well if we're gonna if we're gonna really start a ministry out of this a, a business slash ministry then then we need a name we need to get in you know we need to get uh sales tax numbers and you know set it up so that it's real and i said what do you want to call it she said i don't know well i had to go to work so this was in probably 93 or 4 uh, when i walked in at work i worked at a car dealership i was uh, a salesman at a car dealership when I walked in, they were paging me for a phone call. I took the phone call, and it was Leslie, and she said, she didn't say hello or anything. She said, visual praise. And and I, I said, what? What do you mean visual praise? <laughs> and she said, that's the name of our ministry. And I said, oh, okay. I said, where would you come up with that? She said, God gave it to me right after you left. And I was afraid I had to write it down. I was afraid I would forget. Praise the Lord. That's great. So visualpraise.com. And and uh, I, I tell people, I'll, I'll point to my eyes when they ask for what the website is. I point to my eyes and I say visual. And I hold my hands up in the air and I say praise. And that's... Uh, that's been our website since the we first got a website when people really didn't have many websites. It was a new thing back in the mid nineties, and uh, so it, it's it's. I think there are fifty six or seven different images on there. Uh, we. Uh, 
we sell greeting cards. We sell uh, lithograph prints, which are 11 by 14 uh, inches. And um, we sell uh, other larger prints on canvas uh, that are very, very close to the originals. I mean, they really, I have to look, even after all these years, I have to look twice sometimes to determine if it's original or if it's, uh, in, in fact, on a, a couple of them, Leslie wrote on the, the top of them, uh, original painting, not for sale. So that, so that I wouldn't sell them as a print. Wow. So you so, are, but, you're carrying on her legacy now, aren't you? I'm sorry, I didn't understand part of that. Oh, you're carrying on her legacy now, aren't you? Oh, yes, yes. The first uh, big event that I've done, she passed away uh, November the 18th, 2020. And honestly, it took a while to recover from that. I was... I was, uh, we were married, we were best friends, we were, uh, we worshiped together almost every day, we prayed together, we uh, were in business together, we in ministry together, we were just together um, for the past 18 years almost every day all day and and so it took a while for me to 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 pick it back up and i was still selling some online uh, i was getting orders at I, I got an order from the netherlands a, a good customer we have there and had to deliver the art to florida for him uh, as a gift and um but mjaa this year was the first time that i had gone to a, a large event and and had to face people who loved her art asking about her and share with them that uh, she was no longer painting here that if she was painting, it was the skies and the horizons that we see on a regular basis and that she was with the Lord. Oh, that must have been hard and for that, you. It was hard. It was incredibly hard. I, I had a, a picture of her blown up and I put it in sort of in a prominent place right at the front of the display. And uh, I was busy setting up and I had hung it there and then I stepped back and I looked at the display to make sure you know it looked good and I looked and there she was looking right back at me Aww. and it took my breath it it was I had to walk away I had to move on and continue with getting ready and then come back and look again I think I did that four or five times before I was uh, able to really understand that, that she was represented there just as surely as she always had been with the, her, her art her, the, her spirit that she incorporated into her art Aww. and uh, it was it was a it was a, a a great week it really was and so many people and i was talking to one lady who who actually leslie never went to mjas her back problems uh prevented her from traveling a lot um and she, um, so this, but this particular lady did know Leslie. She had met her at other events um, closer to Atlanta. And she said, well, that's a great um, 
portrait of Leslie. And I said, well, it's a, it's, it's a picture that was blown up. I took the picture and it's the picture that's on our website. And I said, as a matter of fact, she's standing in front of a painting that she did. And the painting is, is kind of a, a flow of bright colors and yellows and oranges. And, and the name of that particular painting that she was standing in front of is Extreme Glory. Wow. And I thought it just struck me. She was standing in front of Extreme Glory when I took the painting. Now she is in Extreme Glory. Absolutely. Wow. And Incredible. Was, it was just so refreshing. Incredible. Well, you know, Bill, bef before we conclude, we're coming to an end here. I'm wondering, how would you like us to be praying for you? Obviously for strength to keep to keep on, but how, how else would you like us to be praying for you? Well, uh, I'm... Uh, I'm excited about life. Uh, where I attend church now is... Uh, we actually built a new sanctuary in 2020 when everybody else was closing down we were expanding and uh our our relationship at corporate relationship with the lord has is growing exponentially and i just i want to all the days of my life i want to continue to uh, share Leslie's work. I want to continue to grow and prosper in the knowledge and, and understanding of of uh, our Lord, uh, of, of Yeshua, the Messiah, the the one who came and gave it all so that we could exist like we do today. You know. I, this we're fortunate to live in a country where we can can travel and do and 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 things we 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 live in a, a freedom that allows us to be what he wants us to be and i just just that i'm i'm in a good place mm, praise god and I'm I'm in a good place in my her Leslie's last words on this earth. We were talking about going to hospice, and and I had said, "Well, which wherever you want to go, I'll work it out." And a few minutes later, she now she was gravely ill. She had uh, she had cancer and had gotten in the liver and gotten in her kidneys, and neither one were functioning and. But she had a a, a a few morning, a few minutes that last morning of where we had a great conversation, and it ended with that. And she lay back on her pillow and was quiet for a while. Then she called my name. She said, "Bill," and I said, "Yes." And I sat up, and she said, "You know where I really want to go?" And I said, "Where's that?" She said, I really want to go be with Jesus. Uh, and I said, honey, we'll be okay. You've got to work out the details with him on that. But we'll be okay. Your dogs will be okay. The children will be okay. You work out the details with him. And two hours later, she was gone. She worked out the details. Wow. She worked out the details. And, and, you know, that's really what we do throughout life. Not in as major a moment as she experienced. That, that will come. But throughout life, we work out the details of our relationship with him. Amen. And, and, that's, uh, and, it's, and it's a personal thing. We do it on a corporate level quite often, and that's a good, that's, that's scriptural. 
But in the final, it's all worked out individually. Amen. Wow. Yes, pray, pray that, just pray that the Lord continues to move in my life. Mm. Guide me and direct me. And, um, but I, I, I love the people of Israel. I love the, the Jewish people. I'm, I'm actually, I actually met a young lady at the Messiah conference and we've talked regularly since. I don't know where that's going, but, um, she's a Jewish believer. So who knows where that might go. Oh, Wow. I'm a Yenta at heart. I'll be praying for that for sure. Maybe I'll even, yeah. hey, I'll sing at the yeah. wedding. Um, okay. We, we have run out of time. Thank you, my, my dear new friend. I hope that you will stay in touch with me. Let me know how your life is going. And, you know, my husband is an artist. We're going to check out that visualpraise.com together, and I can't wait. So, Lord bless you. Thank you so very much for being my guest on Bagels and Blessings. Until next time, shalom. Shalom. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Bill Marks. And now it's time for the Ironic Benediction with Phil Klein. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Thank you.